Welcome to She Tells, a podcast about motherhood, friendship, adulting, and everything in between. I'm your host, Marcy. I hope you're ready to join me for today's conversation. Let's get right to it. Hey, girl. Hey, how are you? Hey, girl. Hey, I'm great. How are you doing? I am swell. Thank you. How's your week been? Oh, uh, lots of learning. You know, mm-hmm. I just uh, started my medical coding course. Uh, so yeah, very, very busy with that. But other than that, doing great. All right. Well, listen, I know you're, you're going to be there studying hard. <laughs> I'm going to do my best. <laughs> Good luck with that. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> you know, I mentioned in um, an episode about inventing Anna and I knew you were interested. Did you ever get to check it out? I did. And I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm team murmur. (laughs) I'm with your sister on that. I girl, I could not get past the first episode. Her accent was so bad to me. Um, (laughs) girl, I was done. I was like, you know what? I think I'm just going to go finish watching Bel Air, which I'm still not done with that, but (laughs) I wouldn't, I dropped Anna for, for Fresh Prince, so. <laughs> Girl, please, you're not missing too much. Anyway, I have a real scammer on uh, news. <laughs> not that Anna wasn't real, uh, but this oh. is newer. <laughs> Let's just say that. So a uh-huh. former Yale employee has pleaded guilty to stealing $40 million from the Yale School of Medicine to fund her lavish lifestyle over nearly a 10-year period. How? But How? That's, that's a lot of money. Yes. Yes. She apparently had been stealing millions of the dollars in computer and electronic software from the school over a nearly 10 year period. She's been charged with mail fraud. She's been charged with wire fraud and money laundering. So she could go to jail for quite some time. She basically was employed by the Yale University School of Medicine Department of Emergency Medicine in 2008, where she mostly served as the director of finance and administration. Oh, so she had, she had very easy access. Yeah. She had the the access to it. Yes. Her job Uh was basically to make and authorize certain purchases for departmental needs, as long as the purchase amount stayed below 10,000. So she's Mm. been doing this for a minute. It caught up to her. It sure did, honey. It sure did girl. And apparently what she did was with the stolen equipment, she bought real estate, Mm -hmm. travel and luxury cars. Okay, girl, <laughs> go buy an outfit. <laughs> it's like you, you're doing the most. <laughs> yes. What, what is wrong with people? Listen, that is crazy. But I mean, it'll catch up with you sometime, right? Yep. And yep. I sure did catch up with her. So poor thing. <laughs> <laughs> so in other news, um, and I'm not sure if you're familiar with this story, but Lee Daniels and Monique have now reconciled. They, he apologized to her for all the drama that took place. They have not spoken in over a decade. They wow. finally decided to squash their beef. Are you familiar with what I'm talking about at all? Mm-mm. Okay. So <laughs> <laughs> please explain. Yeah. So Monique, uh, she had made claims that Lee Daniels and others like Oprah and Tyler Perry have blackballed her from the industry because she declined to promote okay. the 2009 film Precious during awards film mm-hmm. season. 
she basically did a lot of like videos and press and whatever, basically bad-mouthing um, Lee Daniels, Oprah, and I think Tyler Perry as well. Long story short, during a show in Staten Island recently, Lee stepped out on stage and publicly apologized to her. Mm. He basically is putting her in a film. He has a horror film on Netflix coming. She's going to be replacing Octavia Spencer in his new Netflix thriller, Demon House. So good for them. Good for her. I'm sure it's good to reconcile with someone, especially in the industry that you haven't spoken to in over a decade. Yeah. 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 That's good. Old beef squashed. Good deal. Yep. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Well, um, have you heard, I mean, I don't know if you're affected by this, but I know I am personally, and I'm sure there are tons of listeners out there that are also affected by this. The federal student loans are actually going to be pushed back you know how we've all you know not had to pay anything on it if unless you know you're wanting to or able to yeah so thoughts on that yes I'm still waiting for Navian <laughs> to excuse my loan they Truth. said that was going to be announced around June July please excuse mine no. it's not even that big that that one but mm-hmm. they still I'm loan. I'm just girl if if joe biden you know if he wants to go ahead and put it out in the atmosphere that you know we're just going to forgive all student loans hey i'm good with that too so um, i am all listen (laughs) i am all for it so q i was having a conversation with a girlfriend not too long ago we were just talking about with friendships how with people in general you know like how when you do things for others or you're always the one whether it's reaching out doing things for others being supportive of others and Mm -hmm. you know it's always you doing those things but it's not necessarily always being reciprocated and right right you know like I explained to her I'm big on matching energy you know you if that's what you're doing Mm -hmm. I'm definitely going to match your energy and do the same because why am I putting myself out there and doing X, Y, and Z and you aren't doing anything at all? Like to me, relationships, friendships, family, it's, it's a two-way street. It's it's something it's reciprocated and that's how you keep things going. And when everything is one-sided, you know, it can make the person that is putting in all the effort feel away, you know? So I want to know what Truth. was what is your take on that? What do you think about people? And I know we've all been there. I know I've I've been there and ha- and had have had those feelings where, you know, I'm always the one constantly reaching out to my friends. I still feel like that now, but mm-hmm. I've learned to really just kind of just fall back, you know. And then that way you can really kind of tell who your friends are for real and who are not, who's checking for you and who isn't. Because I would even say like right. I've had, since I've had Gianni, I've had a lot of friends who I have not heard from, or I have friends who I guess they mean well, yeah. like, oh, I'm going to catch up with you, or I'm going to do blah, 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 or let's get up or whatever it mm-hmm. is. And then crickets, you never hear from them again. You know what I mean? And it could be a whole yeah. year, like sometimes, and I purposely, like, I don't delete text messages. And so I purposely look because I want to see when was the last time that you contacted me. And when I can see in the text <laughs> messages, it's always mm-hmm. me reaching out to you. That right there, that that's a reminder yeah. Marcy, slow, slow it down because apparently this person is not as interested in continuing or keeping this friendship up, or maybe they're just so used to you mm-hmm. doing everything that they don't get an opportunity 
to do it. So you fall back and let's see what happens. And then yeah. I see what happens. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so f- I am typically a person that's very giving. Yeah. Um, but the thing is, is when I give, it's one of those things for me spiritually, I'm doing right by God. I'm not expecting anything in return. My whole thing is, is, you know, I'm, I'm basically paving my way, you know, to, to upstairs and not downstairs when I leave this, this world. So it, for me, it's, like I said, I don't expect anything in return, but it's very hurtful when the few times I may ask for some support, some help, or, Hey, why don't you come visit that sort of thing? I'll even fly you out. That's literally how it goes for me sometimes. But then, you know, you have every excuse in the book to not support or, you know what, girl, I don't think that's going to happen or, you know, or I just, I don't have the time or, you know, kids or, or what have you. It's like, you know, I, I have kids too. I get it. I get it. Right. Um, but at the end of the day, it's just, it's, again, I don't expect anything in return. It's like the few times that I may ask for that support on something, you know, even if it is like you were mentioning text messages, if I'm just asking you something through text and you just don't even reply, but I am more than willing to, you know, just engage with you with whatever may be going on. And you may reach out to me via text or phone call or what have you not reciprocating that it's hurtful and it makes me have to step back and reevaluate. Yeah. You know, it's like, okay, what, what is this relationship really about? Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. And, and I second that it is hurtful, especially when, again, when you start to see how one-sided something is, because I think that you, mm-hmm. well, like, yeah, I don't do things with the intention of, you know, oh, so-and-so is going to give that back to me, or I'm expecting that same thing in return. Right. However, yeah, you know, there are, and I, and I don't want to say however, cause it's almost like I'm negating what I just said, but what I mean is like, there are times when, you know, okay, I have a good example. I have a, a friend, I put this in quotes, who mm-hmm. basically whenever she needs something, whether it's, she's going through something, um, there's advice she needs, X, Y, and Z, she's reaching out. But mm-hmm. when things are good or she doesn't need anything, she disappears. Mm-hmm. Right. And yeah, it's like if I need something and I try to reach out, it's like crickets. You know what I mean? And so then I I have learned that this is not a person that I would ever try to reach out to because they're not available for me, you know, in the way that I'm available for right. them. But what I have mm-hmm. now done is mm-hmm. moving forward. I'm no longer available for them either, you know, and it's not necessarily me being tit for tat, yes. but that's me also protecting myself and my energy because why am I True. out here listening and taking in everything that you're, you're saying and doing, and you can't even spare me a few minutes mm-hmm. to do the same for me, you know? And right. Right. Again, to me, it all goes back to matching each other's energy, you know, and it's not necessarily being petty. Mm-hmm. If you know, you're, because I get it. People get busy. You don't know what pers- a person is going through. Right. So people get right, busy. Right. People get, you know, you can, you can have empathy and you can, okay, it's a one-off or it's a two-off or whatever, but when it's a consistent mm-hmm. thing, then you do start to reevaluate. Yes. And then you start to think to yourself, yes. you know, am I important to this person in the way that they are important to me? Would they mm-hmm. be there if I really needed something? 
And if you can't really answer those questions right. or you're not even sure that this person would be able to do that, then it's like, mm, and not that you need people in your life to be doing things for you, but why am I sitting here getting so worked up or stressed or upset because mm-hmm. X is not doing, you know, what I would expect her to. And so maybe that leads to expectations, yeah. right? What, what is it that we expect from our right. friends or even our family? Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm gonna throw that question to you. What, what kind of, if you have yeah. any expectations, do you have of your family and your friends? Like, what do you, what do you do? So I, I try to be as realistic as possible because I know me personally, I wear many hats, you know, I'm mm-hmm. a wife, I'm a mother, I'm a manager on my job. Um, you know, it's, I wear many hats and then I'm friends, um, to, to, certain people in this world. So, you know, and then I'm a daughter, I'm a sister, you know, all of these things. So I try to remain respectful, knowing that people can wear many hats. So like you said, you know, I'm not always expecting uh, that they're there for me 24 seven, or, you know, that they're going to be that shoulder for me to cry on. Um, And I don't have many women that I would truly call friend, right, so to speak you know, I'm very, very careful with that term. Um, I expect at least once in a while, you know, check on me. You know, I'm not asking, I'm not even asking daily or weekly. I get it. You know, life, life gets busy. I don't know what's going on and you may not know what's going on with me, that sort of thing. But it's just kind of like, you know, just, just doing a check-in and not be afraid of the serious conversations. Um, I have had a friendship where if things weren't, you know, about the party, about the fun, she wanted nothing to do with it. You know, it was like that side of the friendship when things get serious or say, I, you know, death in the family and I need a shoulder to cry on or someone to just talk to, um, you know, I, it hurts if they can't be there for the serious stuff. So, you know, it's like, then it's like you're reevaluating that relationship. It's like, okay, maybe this is just my little friend to go hang out and have a drink with, you know, it's like, you know, this is my happy hour friend, so to speak. Yeah. Yeah. I think you touch on something. Mm -hmm. There are different types of quote unquote friends. You have your, like for me, I have friends that I travel with. I have friends when Mm -hmm. I used to party, but party with, you know what I mean? It's so interesting because the friends that I party with, I don't hear from them at all. You know what I mean? Like not even a congratulations or you had a baby or anything. And that's cool because you serve your purpose. We party together. We had a great time. And okay. You know, you have your ride or die friends that have been with you for a very long time. Uh, And then you have those friends that you just Mm -hmm. know, it doesn't matter how much time has passed. It doesn't matter, you know, whatever that you can pick up the phone and call them and they're going to drop whatever it is and be there for you. You know, I will even go as far as to say, I've even been surprised at the friends, the people that have stepped up and been there for me Mm -hmm. um, while I navigate motherhood for the first time. I'm so like there. And it's funny because there are some that I guess I expected that they would just because of our our history, our friendship, and they are like nowhere to be found. You know what I mean? And then I have others who I probably hadn't spoken to in a while. And the minute I told them I was pregnant, it's like, they're constantly checking in. They're constantly, how are you guys doing? Mm -hmm. Oh, I saw something for her. Can I send you something? To me, I'm like, that means the world to me. You know, that is them being supportive, thinking of me. I'm a person that you just think of me 
I appreciate anybody who thinks of me. Like when I get random texts and, you know, hey, how are you? Especially somebody I haven't talked to in a while. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, that's so sweet. They thought yeah. of me, you know what I mean? But mm-hmm. I always just try to remember things about people um, with the expectations. I think sometimes I'll speak for myself where I expect a, a friend that maybe I thought was closer to me than maybe yeah. others. And those are the ones who, they're not doing the same things, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, they're out busy living their lives and that's totally fine. But then it does make mm-hmm. you sit back and reevaluate and think to yourself, like, you know, were we just friends for the moment? Were we just friends to have a good time? Were we just friends when I was single and could do X, Y, and Z or, you know, whatever it is, or are we yeah, just friends when you, you need know. something? Like I have one mm-hmm. friend, you know, she's always like, oh, you know, you know how I am. I, I, I'm not good on remembering birthdays. I'm not good on da da da. da. It's always like mm-hmm. an excuse, you know. Mm-hmm. And granted, there mm-hmm. are some friends that I know they are like that. They don't yes. really celebrate their birthdays, <laughs> so I don't expect them to remember mine. Yep. They never have in the years that yeah. we've been friends, and so it's not expected. You know what I mean? But if anybody knows me, you know mm-hmm. my birthday to me is a big deal. So, I, but I'm not gonna hold those people <laughs> accountable for it because. Right. They are, they've never, in the years that I've known them, they've never been big on birthdays, you know, but then there are others mm-hmm. who, again, surprise me and will randomly send a text on my birthday. And I'm always like, damn, how do you remember that? Um, I haven't spoken to you in a long yeah. time. Or there are others who, you know, they are closer and they just kind of, and I'm not even talking about my birthday, but they don't even like acknowledge or remember certain things or if something is going on. To me, I'm always like, I could be dying and falling apart. You're supposed to be my friend. You would never, ever know. Mm-hmm. And granted, it could be maybe because I'm not sharing with you, but it also I'm not sharing with you because you haven't let you haven't provided that space for me to share with you because right. you're so closed off on, on certain aspects or in certain aspects. You know, you communicate when you want to communicate. And I'm always mm-hmm. a big person that says people make time for the things that they want to make time for. And that True. includes yeah. friends that includes. Yeah supporting your friends that includes listening mm-hmm. to your friends being there for your friends checking in on your friends it costs you takes you nothing to send a text hey how are you doing that literally right, takes like right. a few seconds especially when i can see i'm not on like I've, i'm not on social media like that but when i can see if i get on social media and i can see that you've been posting or you you're on there and then i have to mm-hmm. i really do have to look at you sideways <laughs> because i'm like okay so hold on girl <laughs> or guy you are, <laughs> I sent you a text asking how you're doing. I got no response, but I can see you Nothing. up here posting it up. You know what Living I'm saying? Living your best life, yes. Right. And it's like, <laughs> did my text not go through? Because it does say delivered. Um, <laughs> did you change your number? Did you block me? Like, what, what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> I know it's, you know, for me, because most of my friends are back east. Um, I have made a couple friends out here in Colorado. Mm-hmm. But uh, for my friends, all of my friends back east, communication is key. Yeah. uh, Because I can't, you know, just like say if I lived close to you, I can't just drop by and be like, hey, how you doing? How's Gigi? You know, that sort of thing, you know, just checking in on everyone, um, even with family. So for me, again, not asking that, you know, it's even like a weekly thing, but yeah, just once in a while, you know, if it's just a text or I know you and I, we tend to do Marco Polo a lot to kind of yeah. at least get to see each other. Yeah. Um, so, you know, that's really helpful. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's hard. It's hard being out here and, you know, and for the most part, to be very honest, my, my ride or die list, it's not a long list. Yep. Um, and I don't expect it to be, nor do I want it to be. 
Um, because <laughs> I want to have that full trust in yeah. that and the, the women that have made that ride or die list, um, you know, and, and I think it's something, it's a good thing. Check that list out, you know, for the listeners, check that list out, reevaluate, um, you know, is there someone on there that doesn't reciprocate the affection, the attention, the relationship, the communication that you're giving, if they're not, they're not giving that back. then it's like, you just have to kind of think like, is this healthy for me? Yeah. Or do I need to put you on a different list? Yep. You know? my little, my little sometimey list. You want to go yeah. get a drink list yeah. type of thing. So, yeah. Or you could do what I did the other day. I literally, I think I do this a few times a year. I go through my um, contacts <laughs> uh-huh. and literally I'm like, Oh, when's the last time I spoke to them? Delete. And it's funny. Cause some of them I never hear from again. You know what I mean? So it's like, yeah. Yeah. and it's sad, you know, cause you think that you had mm-hmm. a relationship with this person in some way, somehow, but you know, it's unfortunate, but yeah. Um, yeah, I pulled yeah. up this article um, that talks about five things to do when someone doesn't reciprocate your energy. You kind of like touched on, I think, some of it, but like one is read the signs and act accordingly. Not everyone wants to be yeah. your friend and they might be too polite to tell you outright. And thus they could result in pushing you away and not reciprocating your energy. But, but okay, so here's another thing. They were like, they never make plans, are always busy, sound enthusiastic about meet- meeting up or never return your calls and texts on time. Start reading these signs mm-hmm. and back away. You wouldn't want a one-sided yeah. friendship or relationship, right? Who, Truth. who wants yeah. that? All right. Second, right. this is what I said. Match your energy. Why would you be the only one who gives 100% of yourself to people while they only give you 50% or less? For instance, mm-hmm. when you are always the first to text, make plans to hang out, give presents, carry the conversation, or always there for someone, but you rarely ever yeah. get anything from them. This can drain you emotionally, physically, and mentally which I think it's mm-hmm. what we pretty much, you know, we were touching on yeah. three, rethink your expectations. And I, I admit, I can work on this one. Uh, sometimes our expectations of others are what leads us to disappointments. We expect too True. much from people, especially friends. And sometimes they are just not as passionate or caring as we are, or we aren't at the top of their mm-hmm. priority list. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 You know, for me, and, and I'm going to touch on this because I, I grew up in the military. Yeah. My dad was in the army. And so there was a lot of moving around for me my entire life. And so making a friend, that was like, that's a big deal, you know? And then it comes time for you to have to travel or go away, move away. And then it's like, it's, it's hurtful, but then it's like, okay, if this friendship was what I think it is, then you know what, we gonna make it because we're going to keep in touch. You know, we're going to do what we got to do. Um, case in point, I met one of my ride or dies. <laughs> I met her uh, when I was 11 years old in Germany and I moved back to the States before she did. Mm-hmm. And it was one of those things, girl, this is before email. This is before text messaging, all of that stuff. Cell phones, period. Even girl. Well, we know you're old, so, so stop. You're, oh God, here we go. Here we go. Well, you, you do it every time to yourself. <laughs> you age yourself every conversation. <laughs> hey, hey, look, listeners, I'm sure y'all feel me. We had a period of time when we had to deal with snail mail and you're talking snail mail between countries. Uh, different continents so um yeah that's what we had to do girl and we would take polaroids of ourselves and send little polaroids back and forth through the mail from germany to the states 
And uh, so, you know, finally, thank God, uh, she ended up getting stationed at Fort Knox, where we were, and for high school. So we ended up getting to graduate together. And, you know, it's just like, that was just like the cherry on top, you know, it's like, okay, this is my friend, you know, and I was that stupid dork when, you know, sixth grade, she's the new kid in town. Girl, okay, but see, why you got to bring that up though? (laughs) Yes, I had one. (laughs) Never forget. Never forget. (laughs) Never forget, right. Hashtag never forget. (laughs) The Jerry. Um, I literally walked up to her. I was like, hi, my name is Kiana. What's your name? You want to be friends? And that literally, and we've been friends ever since. So that's wonderful. (laughs) I mean, even our friendship too. We have, we met working together when we both lived in Atlanta. And, Mm. you know, since then we have moved, you have moved more than I have, but well, in terms of different States, you have moved around to different States and we have mm-hmm. kept in touch. We have visited each other. Yes. We, you know, mm-hmm. and, but that's, but that's how it should be. You know what I mean? You should want yes. to, yes. you know, want to meet up with your friend. Every, it, it's not, it doesn't have to be every year, right. you know, cause we see each other every few years. Mm-hmm. I mean, we have seen each other a little bit more lately. Has yeah. Been, yeah. 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 Then, then, you know, at the beginning, but you know, but that's how we maintain the friendship. We talk usually weekly, right. once a week. Um, the podcast has kind of taken mm-hmm. away our, our talk time, but it's all good, but we do talk, you know, once a week and <laughs> we still get it in though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we do. And we talk and literally mm-hmm. it, and I, and ask Kiana, I'm always like, okay, well, I'm gonna let you go after this note. And the next thing you know, this note tends, turns into a whole nother 30, 40 minutes. And I look at the time. I'm like, damn, we've been on the phone for like three hours. Right. You know what I mean? But yes, yes. But it doesn't even feel <laughs> like it. You know, we literally are talking mm-hmm. about any good conversation. Yes. Great conversation. Talk about any and everything, you know, mm-hmm. it's always good. And that's what you want. You want to feel good yes. about who you're talking to, who you're, mm-hmm. who you're giving your time and energy to. You want to support right, your friend, right. you know, and whatever it is they're doing, mm-hmm. especially something as small as a, a text or something as small as, Hey, yeah. can you check out my podcast? You know, mm-hmm. and, mm-hmm. But you, you know, know, because that's being supportive. Yes, yes. And what I what I especially love about our friendship is that we have had to have those hard conversations. And it doesn't take away still from the friendship. And sometimes those hard or serious conversations have to be had. But you know what, what matters is how how did we do at the end of the day? You know, are we still we still kicking it? You know what I'm saying? So it's it's I, I love our friendship. I definitely love our friendship and, and doing this podcast with you is, oh, <laughs> doing this podcast with you um, has been amazing. And it just kind of, it just adds to that, that necessary maintenance. You know what I'm saying? Cause you yeah. have to have maintenance for your friendships, for your Absolutely. different relationships. Yeah. You, you gotta to. have those little tune-ups. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. No, I, I, I love our friendship too, you know? And like you mentioned, you know, we've had little hard moments and hard conversations, things like that, but you know what? We just come out stronger and better mm-hmm. and we kick ass so hey yep. but yes and thank you Woo-hoo. thank you for being one of the rider dies okay <laughs> um <laughs> yes, back, yes. <laughs> back to rethinking <laughs> expectations you know it mentions like as you get older you know i think you touched on this a little bit your responsibilities increase and so do those of your friends you have to become more understanding when it seems like mm-hmm. your friends are not 
reciprocating the energy you give them, remember that they also have their own lives and issues that they could be dealing with. And that's probably why they're not as fast as responding. Mm -hmm. That's why I said, you know, give them a little time. But when you start noticing it's a one note, one sided thing, it's like, okay, girl or or guy. And then mainly just rethink what you expect from people and adjust your expectations. That's something I actually have learned and I have done much better at because before I would get like really upset. Now it's like, girl, delete. I I don't have the time. The fourth thing is invest your energy in yourself. If you're the only one who is always prioritizing someone and giving 100% of yourself to them while getting nothing in return, not only are they saying, not only are they using you, but you might also lose yourself in the process. Don't wait for someone to use up all your energy and make you lose sight of your worth. So put yourself first, Mm -hmm. value yourself more. And lastly, stay away from them. You know, people who don't return your energy are energy vampires (laughs) and mood killers. And avoiding them is the best way to deal with them. And, mm-hmm. and listen, distance is okay. You can fall back a little bit, like I said. And then sometimes falling, you can fall back and then you can fall all the way back. And that's when you notice like, oh, okay. Yeah. You know, or, you know, maybe mm-hmm. you fall back and then they might notice, hold, Kiana's not calling me every week. What's, yeah. what's going on? You know, so long story short, it goes both ways. Um, you have to mm-hmm. be able to reciprocate and support your family, your friends, and whatever form that is, mm-hmm. you know, little small check-ins, you know, little, you don't have to give gifts. I don't have no money, so I don't be giving no gifts, but I try. I have the best intentions. <laughs> you should see my Amazon gift list. Wish list <laughs> is very long. I wish to give these things to people. <laughs> I just haven't there had, you go. had it but to it give is, yet, but yeah. it, it's coming from a loving place. <laughs> right, right. It's like, I swear I was thinking about you. <laughs> you I know, another about thing everybody. to keep in mind too. Yes, you are. You are. You are a very thoughtful person. Thanks. I know another thing to to always keep in mind too is like, say, you know, for instance, like, okay, I haven't heard from Kiana, you know, in about like a week and a half, two weeks sort of thing. And if you know that that's out of the norm for me, then, you know, that's probably, and I'm just using myself as an example. Right. Um, you know, that's probably a sign. Maybe, maybe check on, check on sis or, yeah. or you know what I'm saying? You know, you, they might be going through something right now and depressed sad in and out you know just check on them you know and and don't and it's not always something you know where it's like okay they're just like what did you ghost me it's like no not in two weeks um (laughs) it's like if it's normal that I contact you then if I'm not all of a sudden you know maybe maybe that friend is not uh not doing so hot check on them yeah no I agree I have um my I call her my old lady friend and I mean that with the most respect. Mm-hmm. She is over 70 years old. And mm-hmm. we talk a few times a month through text or phone or even FaceTime. And sometimes I might mm-hmm. just get so like busy, you know, with work and Gigi and just life that I may not text her. And she'll reach out and say, hey, Marcy, I haven't heard from you in a while. Yeah. How's it going? And I'll be like, mm-hmm. oh, my God. I need to call her. You know what I mean? And I'll call her and we'll talk on the phone, but that, and that's all it takes, you know, cause sometimes, you know, it's not necessarily, mm-hmm. yeah. Sometimes I may be going through something. I may be like, I've just been down. I've been down bad, you know, but other times it's yeah. more, I've had so much on my plate. I'm so sorry. Like I just haven't had mm-hmm. an opportunity and, but just reaching out, right. that's all it's, it's one small reach out. Hey, just checking in, seeing how, how you mm-hmm. are and I'm like oh my god I was Francis oh my god we haven't spoken in like two three weeks I'm, I'm going to give you a call when I get off work and I make it my business to make sure I give her a call after work you know what I mean and, and talk to her mm-hmm. and I'm really good at just checking in on people period 
you know, my sister mentioned it about being the glue and keeping things together. I mean, because naturally I, I want to make sure people are good and I want, doesn't necessarily need to be reciprocated, but I want to be there for people. I want to make sure you're good, especially my, my older friends. Like I'm always like you, Q, but, um, I (laughs) I knew you were going there, (laughs) (laughs) but I, I always want to make sure they're good because at the end of the day, tomorrow's not promised, you know, and for anybody, I would hate to leave this world and you're thinking, damn, when was the last time I actually spoke to her? When was the last time, you know, like you, you feel feelings of guilt and you shouldn't feel that way. Mm -hmm. You know, if I know that if I were to leave this earth today, tomorrow, whatever, I would be in a good place with all my friends because the ones that I actually call friends and keep up with and, you know, and um, I am there for them as, as well as family, because I'm always reaching out. How are you doing? What is going on? You know, yes. haven't heard from you. And granted, actually, family is sometimes probably a little worse at that, to be quite honest with you, at getting back to me. Like, I probably talk to my friends and get more is. from them than my family members, you know, and I try, you know, especially my family lives That's out of the country, mm-hmm. you know, and I try to yeah. once every two weeks or so. And it's funny because when they don't hear from me, then they're like, Marcy, haven't heard from you. Yeah. Because I'm waiting for you to reach back out to me. Cause I'm tired of being, mm-hmm. always being the one to be like, Hey girl, how y'all doing? Right. You know what I mean? Um, I'm, I'm over here trying to run an empire and that includes being a mom, a manager, trying to do this podcast. <laughs> and I have a boss that is 20 months yesterday, but I have a boss who is 20 months old who runs my life. Okay. And so I got to run and pass my boss first right? most days. <laughs> So, you know, that's where we're at. <laughs> She's in charge. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. It's, you know what? If nothing else, hey, listeners, call your friends, check on them, you know, send a text message, tell them that you love them, you know, yeah. and then I'm talking about your ride or die list, um, you know, or, or family that you haven't talked to in a while, you know, just reach out, say, hey, love you. Just thinking about you. Want to see how you're doing. Absolutely. Haven't talked to your cousin in a while say, Hey, Hey girl. Hey cuz how's it going? You know, um, mm-hmm. haven't talked to that friend in a while. They've been on, they've been on your mind in the back of your mind, please reach out to them, you know, see how they're doing. And most importantly, yeah. you know, support them and whatever they're doing, you know, especially right. new moms, God, new moms need that support. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If you, you know, someone who just had a baby or being a, being a mom, and I know Kiana can tell you, even knows, you know, a while back for her, but especially if it's your first time, it's challenging, you know, it has its challenges. Mm -hmm. And so you want to reach out and see how they're doing. How's it going? You know, can I help you with anything? Can I, you know, um, I know my uh, co-host Sateria had mentioned, you know, sometimes people don't even know what they need. Sometimes, you know, just doing something nice for others. It, it could go a long way. Trust me. Yep. I like to end my day by remembering and acknowledging everything I was grateful for, big or small. As Sterling K. Brown has said, always have an attitude of gratitude. And with that being said, we're moving on to the grateful list. So as always, I have lots to be grateful for. One thing I am super grateful for is Gigi is starting to sleep a little bit longer. Therefore, I am am able to sleep in. I never get to do that. Actually, sleeping in for me is like seven o'clock. So that's good. And I'm pre-GG, I was always an early bird anyway. I would, sleeping in would be like nine o'clock. So 
sleeping in seven o'clock. Yeah. I'm like, you're doing good, sis. You're doing good. Uh, <laughs> and then um, I'm grateful for my neighbors for inviting me down for coffee and scones. It was super nice of them. Gigi, uh-huh. the explorer, was all over the place in their home. Uh, they were like, how do you keep up with her? And I was like, I don't know. <laughs> um, and then lastly, I am grateful for being able to get out of the house. Finally, we're starting to have some decent weather. At least the last day or two have, have been decent. And so yeah. we were able to go to the park and to the petting farm. And it's just, you know, I like to do those things with Gigi, but I like for her to get out of the house. I like to get out of the house. I'm always in the house, but I really like for her to get out of the house. And you would think I'm holding home girl hostage because she bangs on the door and bangs on the windows all the time when she <laughs> sees people. It's like, let me out, let me out. So she, she gets so excited when we go out the house. <laughs> Your turn, Q. <laughs> all right. All right. So I am grateful. First, uh, last week had a little date night with my hubby. We went and checked out Donnell Rawlings. I think I mentioned that before on another podcast. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, very, very funny, great night. Um, oh, so we had dinner good. and a comedy show. Good. Yeah. Um, also, I am grateful because this week I actually started my first week for a medical coding class. Uh, and this has all been paid for books, the tests, once I'm done with the classes, all that's been paid for by my job. So very, very grateful for that, you know, giving me some more opportunity with my career. And finally, I am grateful that I found a makeup artist for my daughter for prom night. Um, that's actually going to come here to the house so we can have, you know, some good pictures and everything. And we not have to rush, you know, because we have to go out, obviously, to get our hair done. But at least, you know, she can get her makeup done here at home. So very, very grateful for that. I didn't get any of these things my senior year for prom. So I'm glad that, you know, we're able to do this for her. She deserves it. Oh, that's super sweet. Well, look at y'all parenting. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you to my co-host for joining me today. If you like what you heard, please rate, review, and subscribe. And of course, share with a friend or two or a few. We're also now on Twitter. Follow us at SheTellsPod. And as always, be good to yourself and take care of you.